guys, what's going on? This is Cheney 180 and the Fallen Fed. Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to another episode of They're Not Dolls. Episode 176. 176. Yes, sir. So we've got a uh, very awesome show for you all tonight. We have a very special guest all the way from what Long Beach, right? Long Beach, California. Yes, sir. We have the one and only David Vonner himself. Welcome to the show, sir. What's going on? Thank you for having me. No problem. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. Doing great, man. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is the amazing, the amazing's in here. Yes, he is. <laughs> What's up? The amazing. There he is. You know, happy belated, happy belated birthday to the amazing. Uh huh. Oh uh, yeah! Happy birthday, brother! And uh, also, it's our uh, our buddy Rich's birthday today as well. So happy birthday, oh, happy birthday. El Sinestro! El Sinestro! Yes. <laughs> so we've got a oh, we got Adam uh -oh. in there. Adam, Adam <laughs> he, he said, "Uh oh, <laughs> look at did you see that?" He uh -oh. said, "Oh, what's up, the amazing?" And then he said, "Uh oh, Adam's uh -oh. here. <laughs> Troubles here." <laughs> so we've got a uh you know pretty awesome show here uh what we usually like to do in the beginning is uh we talk about our pickups um i know my i don't think i got anything actually uh i know pickups are kind of uh you know uh scarce right now but uh we'll start with you dave did you get anything in this week figure wise uh, uh i i got um I, I found a red hawk, the, the new, the new red hawk. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, like now, now my collection is a little bit more limited, you know, because I, I'm, I'm more picky and selective about what I, what I collect now instead of like just getting everything. Mm -hmm. So, so now I'm a little bit more, more selective. And what did you think of it? I think it was pretty dope. I think it was it was it was super dope. I mean, definitely an improvement from from the uh, from the previous one. I mm -hmm. mean, I, I love the evolution of, of seeing. You know, one of the cool things about having the character that's done multiple times is seeing the evolution of that character, the style, mm -hmm. the sculpt, the process, and everything. So, uh, and, and plus, like Marvel Legends is kind of firing all cylinders right now, so it's cool to uh, to see this iteration of of that character so it's pretty dope heck yeah yeah I, I enjoyed it myself ernie loves it too right ernie yeah it's uh it's got to be one of my favorites along with the the gray and i think red is right up there with it so that's a good pickup man and very nice too because they still seem to be scarce out there yeah they're, they're, they're still scarce you know but it's funny i'm seeing some people pick them up you know find them in some some weird places but Mentioning that Greyhawk, that Greyhawk is dope too. Like mm -hmm. I, I love that one too. Man. Mm -hmm. I love it. I, I love I, the I, face I love, I love I love Hulk figures in general. You know, it he just breaks the frame. It's nice. It's big and thick and everything. And and um, you know, for me, I know sometimes some guys don't like certain versions of the Hulk or or how it's done. But to me, it's kind of like it makes me think of that artist, like different artist interpretations of that character. Mm -hmm. You know, so so I, I can appreciate the, the the many different differences that that are done, 
but uh yeah just straight on the street yeah i really got like the vibe of like the uh the ed mcginnis artwork from the old one the old build a figure red hulk yeah I really got that vibe off of that one. And this one's still yeah. got, it's still kind of got that, uh, that Ed McGinnis kind of like vibe to it, but it's like a little bit more modernized, I guess, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. You know, like, you know, being, being at Hasbro during that, during the time of, of that first one, like it was definitely inter- uh, inspired by, by uh, McGinnis. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and, and also that one's a little bit more, graphic in a sense like there's a little more graphic shapes with it whereas this new one is a little bit more organic yes exactly yeah 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 no i know exactly what you mean by that yeah this one definitely does feel more organic the other one had like you know kind of like those sharp edges yeah like blocky you know Mm -hmm. what i mean which was still dope Mm -hmm. so i I can appreciate it i can appreciate the original one for that look and and also, definitely, you know, I can appreciate the three and three quarters one, <laughs> you know, for that. <laughs> for that one. <laughs> I got to throw that one in there, the Marvel Universe one. Oh, yes. But also this, this new one, too. It's, 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 I, I like the face on it, too. It's got a nice, nice expression on it. Heck, yeah. And, 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 and you know, Adam, yes, you did do that when you did a great job. You do a good job on all your stuff. <laughs> Uh, and and was that uh was that the only pickup or were you lucky on anything else? Um, well, actually, that was the only one. To be honest, it's actually it's funny because that one, even though it was a little bit more scarce, was a little bit more easier to find. But everything else is like kind of tough. It's a lot of uh, repetitive repeat stuff on the, on the pegs right now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and and then like also too like I, I love uh, I love NECA stuff too so you know just about anything NECA I can get you know I'll try to grab and also um, Mezza stuff too man yeah Me- Mezza stuff is, is, is dope yeah oh yeah um let's see here Ernie did you get anything this week sir yes uh literally I, was talking about it. I, just, I just i just read adam's last little <laughs> <laughs> so i think adam adam is i see tonight adam's gonna be trolling this whole thing. <laughs> adam troll wickler that's his new name <laughs> it's funny man because adam is like the connective tissue of all this stuff you know he, he's He's, he's an interesting dude, you know what I mean? Like he's connected to everybody. He's worked on a lot of stuff. Clearly, like being with Jim Giant, you know, kind of he's kind of connected in, in, in a little bit of everything. But you know, he's like the connective tissue of, of, of all this. He's an interesting dude, man. So I would love to hear, you know, him be uh, inundated with a bunch of questions because I'm sure he has a lot, <laughs> a lot of good stories to tell. Oh yeah, he he was he was on last week. Um, I'll, I'm gonna actually post the episode tomorrow, so I wasn't able nice. to to get. Uh, usually, I'm usually able to post on Thursdays, but my schedule is so messed up right now. It just it's it, it's rough. I'm not I'm not in my normal deal here. So uh, yeah, when I post it I tomorrow, you. I'll uh, I'll send you a link if you want to check it out. Okay, we, cool. Yeah, yeah. This this whole this whole thing is a big shift, man. I mean, we're all 
we're all adjusting to this whole new world. Like we've been thrust into this new future now, mm-hmm. new reality. So, you know, going from shopping, you know, collecting, you know, even, and you know, for me, I think the distribution is going to change. Like a lot of things are going to change out of it. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Yeah. You know, and, and also like how you, how you, you tap into the uh, the consumer, you know, how you reach the consumer, you know, um, like, especially like with entertainment, like, if you notice, like with Instagram, Instagram has become like this hub of entertainment right now with all this stuff that's going on, there's no one to really leave. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, a lot of traffic has been floating to different directions, you know, through that. And, and it's, it's proven to be uh, a serious vehicle in, in where we're going for the next chapter of entertainment and content. Well, while we're on this, so what do you think, um, since, you know, everything has happened with the comic books lately, what, what do you think is going to happen to comic books? I'm just curious. Yeah. I don't, I don't you know, it's, it's crazy, man, because, um, I, I actually think that this might, hopefully it, it, it's a little bit of a resurgence with comics, you know, um, as far as getting back to that, that, that tactile, having it in your hand as opposed to digital comics and everything. But, um, you know, especially like with, with schools and everything and, 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 and young students, you know, now needing to read a little bit more, uh, like, you know, physical, physical books and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with, with that, that's always my hope with comics that it doesn't it doesn't implode too much that we still have comic books you know? yeah but, but um but I, I don't know i mean i i definitely can see how digital comics can can flourish a little bit more but also too how traditional books can can be appreciated a little bit more throughout you know after all of this too yeah yeah, yeah, it, it, it's 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 really crazy because it's like we've you know uh, I'm younger than you and Ernie are so but even in my you know in, in my lifetime I've watched the transition from you know you get a book at the store like that's you, that's how you stay with you know your story to mm-hmm. now you know there's there's three or four different ways you could read the story if you want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you can do it digitally you can do it you know it, it's it's crazy it's it's really crazy so it's you know it's really interesting to see where where all this is going to go yeah yeah it, it's going to be and i i think maybe too you know maybe this will give um creators the opportunity to create their their own stuff as opposed to everything just being you know marvel and dc and then that's it like hopefully now this would we can usher in a new age where, you know, more uh, creator-owned IPs and brands can, can kind of get out there and flourish more too. Mm-hmm. I actually heard someone say that. Uh, they were saying that you know this the where we're at right now, like right now with Diamond not pushing anything out, it's like it basically they you know they've opened the gates for you know like creator owned stuff like if you want like if you want to get your stuff out right now is the time like there's going to be a little lull so the mm-hmm. the window is is open and you know if you if you think you got something out there that people are going to like now's the time to push it you know right right 
So, and and also too, man, you know, it it may be a whole new way of just just the collective business in general, like you know, as far as creating your own IP, where you know now some of these some of these resources are a little bit more available with like 3D printing, and you, you can kind of create your own models and everything. So that that's the thing that I kind of wish would happen. That I hope will happen that you would get to see a little bit more creator owned stuff. Kind of yeah, you know, yeah. Get, get to move on, you know. It, 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 especially, you know, if you ever go to Designer Con or or even toy like mainly toy fairs, you, know, you try to, you know, push your own your own IP. Man, it, it's it's so difficult to do when you don't have any content or the traditional needs behind it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now we can really break brain. We won't have to rely on, you know, traditional cartoons or traditional movies and things like that. You know, now we're starting to see how, you know, different forms of media content with this whole epidemic that's going on is really starting to flourish. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping like that's what that's where we begin to go. Heck yeah. All right. Well, let's jump back here to Ernie. What did you get, sir? Yeah, that um, I, I totally, totally agree with yes, what he said. Right? That, that, that's a that's a uh, a great look on it. But uh, my pickup for today was right after we just finished the mini quickie episode. Um, I ran downstairs to the door to the downstairs to the doorbell, and uh, I finally got my snake eyes in. Oh, you got the snake eyes? Yes. Oh like man. That, man. It's it's so beautiful. I want to frame that artwork. That's number one. I already mm-hmm. said I'm gonna get a frame for that. The box is beautiful. I might have to tattoo that on my belly. And then, <laughs> <laughs> the snake eyes itself is just oh man, he is Yeah, it's it, dope, man. Uh, my great. boy um Lenny Lenny Panzuka over at Hasbro worked on that, man. We used to work together on Marvel back in the day. And uh, it's so cool to see, you know, Lenny really just take the reins and, and kill that, man. That that Snake Eyes is dope. You know, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see G.I. Joe just in general move to six cents. Me 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 personally, like that's something that I wanted to see back in the day, but now, you know, it's like with everything being six inch, <laughs> you know, moving to that scale, it, it's kind of, I, I would love to see it remain maybe quarter inch, just add, you know, like serious levels of detail and, and sculpt and articulation into that. But it'd be cool to see, to see these characters in six inch form for the first time, you know, and and uh, that snake eyes is just super dope. It it's, it does seem like a little bit of an outlier to me, like like it's a little bit different than the other ones, but but it's pretty dope. Yeah, I I can't wait to see the direction, like you said, to see the other ones, how it's gonna go. I know we only have a reveal of these few, so I can't wait like to see Cobra Commander, Baroness, and right. and how their yeah, look well, is on it. I, I yes. Right, and, and I I accepted what we got shown first. Um, I, I'm I'm cool with it. Um, I, I get it. It's just a different rendition, but that's what I, I like about it. And so I can't wait. And I was just so excited to get this Snake Eyes. I did mm-hmm. get scared though. I mean, hearing the stories of people's got taken off their porch and uh, other people not receiving it yet. I ran to the door, 
I opened it and I had a smashed up box that was already open. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I freaked out, Chaney. I bet. I really did. I bet. <laughs> so so did the packaging got, get messed up at all? Or, or what? Uh, the outside cover is messed up, but thankfully that's just a slip cover. And Corinne had to keep calming me down. Saying that yeah, <laughs> that's just a slipcover. That's just a slipcover. No, I, yeah, I understand. You. I'm a mental card guy. I, you know. So I am I. Looking, I. I love my stuff looking pristine. You know. So it's like that little crease or 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 little nick in there. I will see that forever. <laughs> I I am. I swear it looks like somebody wrote on it with pen. Like I I kept telling Corinne that I'm like, did somebody write on this? Right. So look at Adam what? says grown, and that's why I said I opened mine. <laughs> I know Adam, but this this well you, this packaging is beautiful. You you know I'm not going to be using the packaging on mine at all. So if it's crisp, you can have my sleeve. All right, that's cool because yeah, I was I freaked out. It was Cheney. You got to see the video. It was literally open the whole box. Oh my gosh! I bet oh, you, had, you almost I had a heart attack. Yeah, I did because I said I was like this figure better be in here because <laughs> i i could see that like if i opened it all up and took it all and then it wasn't there but thankfully it was but man that's it's just i love just like like uh you were saying it the box to me is just this artwork on it the embossed impression of it oh i i love it i i, yeah, I can't that. wait to to look at it more and then actually handle that snake eyes because yeah, the, the presentation I, I, the presentation of that is dope. And, and and I think that's to me, that's what makes the six the six inch jawline so unique because before the the Snoopy Pullers come is is more about, you know, the storytelling, the, the file cards and all that stuff, and then the vehicles, yeah. you know, building up that world. Whereas right. this is gonna be more collector heavy, you know, with the dope packaging and paint sculpt and all that stuff. If they do do a few vehicles or two, I think that'd be pretty cool. I would love to see that. You know, I, yeah, it would be expensive. It'd be pretty expensive, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, I would love to see them do. I mean, it's GI Joe. How can yeah, you not? right. You you have to. <laughs> That's have what it. we talked about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see. I at least at least I want to see a his tank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, something, some Cobra stuff, something, something. Yeah. yeah. For sure, but that's a that was all my pickups, Chaney. That was it. Darius says he'll buy all the vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with him. I think that's something I'd go in on too, because like like we talked about before, if you remember our three and three quarter, it was so simplistic. Sometimes you just snap two pieces together, threw on your stickers. Yeah, and, and even at and that you, time, you as a good to go, you yeah, were good to go, you ready to play. Even yeah. at that time, yeah. though, as a child, I still had to make sure my stickers were right and straight mm -hmm. like it always mm -hmm. bugged me going to go play with your friends and their stickers were everywhere i'm yeah. like what is that <laughs> yeah my, my best friend's brother was like that my best friend's older brother rich was like that man it's like everything had to be pristine it had to look like like the the the, the ad in the in the um catalog <laughs> like that, that, that was his thing you yep. know and then he would he, he make little uh like accessories, like trees, like dioramas, and all, all little things that would kind of go along with the figures and everything. But his thing had to look exact. My figures look ghetto as hell. <laughs> <laughs>
You know, I put the stickers on my head, on my hands, <laughs> <laughs> on my jacket. <laughs> nah, I'm even in so bad, Dave, is, is that I uh, even have a headlamp that I wear to put them on. <laughs> oh, he's For got real. he's got like even like the the um the microscope kind of like uh, or the uh, yeah. the what is it the the magnifying glass with the light yeah. built into it. It's like yeah. you're making counterfeit money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my tweezers. Yeah, he's got the tweezers and everything to like get it uh, all pristine and lined up. Yup. Yup. <laughs> okay, it's so fun, yeah, it's so, it's so funny, man. How we all do the same things, but we never knew that we were doing the same thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think that's that's one of the. I think that's one of the things that makes you know collecting so cool because you find up we have these discoveries that we're not too different, you know, from what we collect or how we display it or the little the little nuances that we you know do to enhance our figures and all that. Like we, we all got a touch of madness in us and, and it really comes out in our displays and our collection. Heck yeah. Mervin, I put gloves on to slide the foot cover off. Yeah. You know what? I probably would have too, but I was too freaked out to make sure that it was there because I, I just I couldn't believe it. He was hyperventilating already. He's, no, no, it better be. It better be. Uh, uh. <laughs> and Mervine also said that they threw his on the stairs and drove off. Bro, mm. I heard the doorbell and I ran down, and I didn't even see the truck. So that's oh, how wow. bad. I think like they knew. Wow. I think they did the old, he jumped in, already started running down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. Well, see, well, you, well, you know, man, it's, you know, there's a lot of people now who collect, you know, yeah. oh, yeah. figures and everything. And it's more, it's not just your normal comic book guy or tour guy. Like, there's, you know, UPS drivers, there's doctors, there's lawyers. So sometimes, man, <laughs> some of those drivers, you know, I think some of them have a little inside job going on as well. <laughs> like, I, I would agree with that. They'll let someone know what's coming and have one of their friends pick it up or whatever. Like, there's a whole, there's a dark side to this collection stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, no, will, we. People will really go through some elaborate lengths to get what they want. Yeah, no, we, uh, we, we deal with that so, uh, quite a bit up here um, in the high desert with, uh, you know, some of the stores and stuff. You go in and you're like, hey, you know, I, I noticed it shows that you have this. No, we don't have that. Well, it, it says that you have it. Uh, we can't find it. You're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then. All right, I guess I'm just going to leave and then you'll leave and you're all, oh it it's it's uh showing that it's not in stock anymore how convenient yeah yeah so what else what are you guys collecting what else do you guys collect oh man I'll, I'll let ernie go first i do i'm in the box um basically the house is a toys r us museum i i i put up all my stuff on the wall i do uh star wars uh mainly black series now I have uh, a Spider-Man wall of Marvel Legends and some Toy Biz stuff. Oh, I have cool. a X, an X-Men wall uh, with all Marvel Legends. I have a DC wall just featuring um, Harley Quinn and Joker and some Batman <laughs> stuff. Um, I got to make sure that Christopher Reeve Superman is up there, of course. 
And then oh. I have I have a whole um movie MCU wall of all the Marvel Legends figures from the movies. Oh yeah, and, I, I'm going going back towards like you know, all the way back, like X-Men one and and all that stuff. No, no, basically uh, just MCU uh, just MCU yeah. Marvel Legend ones. Okay. So maybe what what could we say? The start was Guardians, and then they went into some of the Captain America stuff. Probably Captain right, America yeah. first with with that that line, and then just trickle down to everything. And then I have a whole Transformers wall of um, uh, the Generation series and and mm-hmm. Alternators. Alternators were my favorite. Oh yeah. And then I have uh, my NECA Predators, uh, three and three quarter GI Joes, uh, some Diamond Ghostbusters up there, and uh, more and more. And then uh, out of the box, though, I do have a bunch of masterpiece uh, Transformers that I do, mainly Decepticons. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Got the whole, you got the whole shebang up in there. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I think the question is, what don't I collect? Um, yeah, that'd be easier for Cheney. Yeah, uh, I do legends, uh, especially X Men. Like I buy multiples of the X Men just because I love X Men. I, you know, I grew up in the, you know, I was a kid in like the '90s, so it was just like the Toy Biz figures, the cartoon, all that just hit real strong with me. So I'm just, I love the X Men, but I buy pretty much. A majority of the Marvel Legends stuff, if right, not, right, right. like probably like ninety percent of it. There's very few that I don't pick up. Um, I do a bunch of different SH figure art stuff. So I do Dragon Ball, Naruto, the MCU stuff, uh, Star Wars stuff. I do some Star Wars Black Series, uh, the Mezco stuff. I love that. Um, what is it? SH figure art Street Fighter storm collectible street fighter like my two main things that i really love if i had to give up everything and only have two would be just to stick with x-men and street fighter i think i could survive Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. i think i'd be okay but yeah man i think i got you know i collect all kinds of import stuff i collect figma figures i collect you know figure arts mafex you name it man i'm i'm a junkie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, see, now, I think, that, yeah. I, I, I think I this is a perfect did. time, Janie. What's that? Um, to we we didn't formally introduce uh, Mr. Vonner here to our listeners and to everybody of his, his background and where yes. he comes from. I was now, just gonna say we were gonna move to that. Uh, you know, why don't you explain uh, or tell everybody who you are and what you do, if you don't well, mind, I, sir? <laughs> currently, currently, I am. Uh... I, I worked for Mattel on WWE, where I'm a staff designer, and and uh, and it's super fun. Uh, pre, prior to that, uh, well, going all the way back, I first started off at Mr. Gibbs as a product designer there, and then went to Toy Biz, and then Hasbro. Toy Biz working on Marvel, then Hasbro working on Marvel. Um, it started the the three and three quarter inch Marvel Universe line. Worked on Marvel Legends and Toy Biz, and uh, you know worked on a, a lot of uh, Marvel movie stuff uh, from the first Blade and Iron Man, uh, uh, X Men, to all the way up to you know, Iron Man 
and uh, yeah, and so now I'm at uh, I'm I'm here at Mattel working on WWE, super fun, always changing, always changing, and and uh, and and uh, in a nutshell, that's my that's my history. Nice. In a very short nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So there's obviously a, a lot of stuff that I own that that you've worked on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun making all that stuff too, man. It was fun. Heck yeah. And do you then, have do you have the old um the first X Men movie line with the Charles Xavier with the loose leg? Uh, I had a bunch of that stuff. I, I think I need to. He doesn't he doesn't stand up. Yeah, <laughs> really loose and all that stuff. I, I don't know. I always loved that figure. Always loved the fact that you couldn't it, stand it, him up. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> it makes so much sense, you know. It makes so much sense. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because when somebody says I can't exa- get Xavier to stand, it's like, did you hear what you just said? Yeah, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, D D's got a uh, Darius has got to check out for the night. Thanks for joining us. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Well, it's like, you know, what is it, going on one over there now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I kind of forget about that. Yeah. On, on the West Coast, I kind of think everyone is on our time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I um, I made sure to let him know that you were going to be here, so he wanted to hop on and say what's up and whatnot. So, Definitely. So, oh, uh, who do you work with on WWE? Well, Adam Van Wickley. <laughs> <laughs> Besides yourself, the, uh, the other person is uh, Bill McKenna, who works on uh, Elite and everything. And uh, we got a really tight crew. Bill McKenna and uh, is another guy, Scott Cody, super talented artist, and John Lee, um, who's, who's really, really cool, really, really dope artist. He works on the basic line. And we also have Bill Bennett, who used to work on, uh, on the DC Universe line. Oh wow! So he's over now. Yeah, so we we kind of have a, a a little all star team over there with on WWE. It's really fun. Nice. And what was it? Um, oh, so- who did you work with on Marvel Universe? Adam Van Wickler. Well, <laughs> hey, I think it's- <laughs> Adam. You would think that he's the only child. <laughs> <laughs> You really would think that he's the only child. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I th- I, you know that I think Adam likes hearing his name mentioned over the airwaves all the time. Oh yeah. That's what it is. That's yeah, I, what it is. I, you can tell, um, Ernie, you can tell he's in that status, isn't he? Yeah. I, I love when Adam's on. <laughs> now that dude, I mean, he, I mean, he collects everything. He, 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 I mean, his fingers in the pulse. He knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Super talented. You know, he, he's come up with some some wild ideas, but he's super tapped in. You know what I mean? And, I, and that's that's the that's the cool part. About um, working with him. I totally agree. I thought my office was cool, and then we had the the greatest opportunity to go uh, spend an afternoon down there with him and, and tour Gentle Giant and everything. And that was one of the coolest offices I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. 
Adam had everything on his desk. And I, I mean, everything. I, I was so jealous. Like you could name it. it. It was there. It was, it was really cool. I know it's like obscene. It's, it's obscene the way he has stuff just piled up. Exactly just laying there and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you just have stuff just kind of laying there. And it's like, wow, you, you just laying there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we were we were there, and we were looking at everybody's you know work areas and whatnot. And you get to uh, to May to his his cubicle, and it's just pristine, man. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everything's in its spot. His desk doesn't have a speck of like dust on it. Like all the surfaces are spotless and clean. Like, and he's just like, hey guys. Just you know the, that that's the that's the cool part about you know that I wish more people could actually see, like in the tour industry, how we everyone collects something, everyone's into something, but the way that we all display our stuff is kind of like you know, it, it's 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 like walking to the offices of Google or something where you see everyone has their cubes all like decked out independently mm-hmm. and uniquely. It's kind of like the same thing in the tour industry, how everyone has not only the stuff that they work on, you know, coming in, but also just the things that the wild things that they love to collect and display. Yeah. So it, it, it's cool, man. It's, it's cool. I, w- I wish, you know, the, the nature of the toy industry wasn't as, um, you know, secretive as it is. So people on the outside can really see the type of displays and the type of fun and camaraderie that we have on the inside yeah you know recently we've been able to um to kind of get a glimpse of that ernie and myself and it's it's a really neat thing to see you know Mm -hmm. there's and and what's really interesting too is how connected everything is like Mm -hmm. you know how it's like everybody you know is working in different spots but at other times they work together and like everyone's still kind of like is connected and for the most part they all get along and like you know when everyone meets up at toy fair or uh, sdcc it's like you know a big gathering like hey man what's going on blah blah were you able to get that oh you know i got that and blah 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 you know yeah and it's also a friendly competition too you know because you're collecting your peer stuff and right of course you want your your own personal stuff and, and you want your team to win too so yep you know it you have this 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 subtle rivalry going on with guys who really aren't into sports like that but yes. they're highly competitive yes. you know so you have a lot of that and and and, uh, and like they say you know com- uh competition you know only only breaks out the best you know right. so you got you got guys competing like that you know and, and us being the consumer we win every time mhm all, all the time all the time. And I think that's that's kind of like the, the unique thing about having worked like at Toy Biz and, you know, in the back in the day, we didn't know, we didn't know that um, the, the, the legacy of, of Toy Biz or the things that we worked on would kind of be viewed the way they're viewed now. We just wanted to do some cool stuff, you yeah. know? And, and um, so, and, and, and we wanted to do cool stuff that can compete with you know what what sort of was doing at the time and and uh, palisades was doing at the time obviously what problem was doing at the time mm-hmm. and we just we just wanted to do our cool thing with something that we knew 
everyone thought was cool, which was Marvel. Right. So, so um, I think that that kind of pushed, or, or that was the driving force behind what made Toy Biz so special was that that competitiveness, that that rivalry. Even though we were all friends and and, and connected, it was still competitive kind of nature amongst everybody. Yeah, no, it, it definitely shows. I mean, there's, there's, there's guys out there that still swear that, like, you know, they're like, no, the the only the only legends were Toy Biz. Like, they they won't even acknowledge the new Hasbro stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 it's funny too because like back in the day, guys were, you know, you had people that were bashing some of the stuff, and there were there were some hiccups along the way at, at Toy Biz. You know, some of the it took a long time for the female figures to really get right. You know, mm-hmm. so and that was that was a, a huge, a long bumpy road with the female figures. But I mean, um, you know, for the most part, like we always just tried to try to improve quickly. You know, and but the, but you're right. There, there's a lot of people who feel as though that there's nothing else but toy biz stuff, and 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 that made it really difficult working at Hasbro at the time because it was such a huge hurdle to get over before uh-huh. people would even give it give it the chance or the light of day. They just be like, oh it's not it's not toy biz, it's not toy biz. And and um, especially with the Marvel Universe line, that, that was even more difficult, you know, because everyone was really, really into six cents and and then this idea or notion that Hasbro was gonna scale back and do three hundred quarter inch. Everyone was really up in arms about that. Oh, and, I, and I, I admit, think, I was, and I think still, still to this day, people still up in arms about it. That's why <laughs> I was really don't see a lot of TNT pulling. I, I was, I was real upset when when Hasbro took over, and I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, um, mm-hmm. it was, it was fun. Uh, I'm just, I can't. And so I, you know, I dipped out until the Red Hulk wave. The Red Hulk wave mm-hmm. is the one that brought me back, and I was like, okay, cool. And then it was like, yeah, well, we're not going to do six inch anymore. We're going to do three, three quarter inch. And I was like, what, what? Okay. No, <laughs> I was like, what is this? And then those, like you guys started off real well. And then it, it, you know, it, it really became a fine tuned machine. Like it really got to the point where it was like, you know what? I would even say, I would go so far to say that, you know, these ones are, you know, rivaling some of the six inch figures that were coming out at the time those three, three quarter inch Marvel universe. Like I got hooked on them, man. I was like, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it was because even though at the root of all these is, is the story with the three and three quarter inch Marvel figures, you can really tell uh, a more broader story with the scale. Yes. You know, you, you, you can, you, you have you know, your normal three and three quarter inch guys, and not just in in height, but in girth, and 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 some of them were really lean, like Spider Man. He's short, but then also you had your your twelve inch guys, your, your nineteen inch guys, and stuff like that. So it when you when you step back and look at everything, it's like, damn, this is like the poster that that John Byrne would work on. You know, yes, this is, yes. You could see all of the different scales. You could see everyone was unique in their own form and everything. And that's what made it cool. And I think that's when people started to get it. Like when, when you get these figures, 
and accumulate them. You have them all on your display or yourself or your wall or however you display them. Then you start to see the magnitude of the Clark universe. It's not just one guy. It's the, it's the whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the the helicarrier that was put out. I had I had almost everything, and it was cool because I still had my old Blackbird from the old Toy Biz days. Oh yeah, so they meshed in. It fit in. Oh, they fit. fit. And then I yeah. even had the uh, the old Toy Biz face off uh three three quarter inch beast mm-hmm. and so i took mm-hmm. him and threw him in and it fit perfectly you know it was like okay like all these guys fit in the blackbird better than the original figures that were that this blackbird was made for yeah. so it was yeah no i had i had a lot of fun with that and then it was yeah, like if, if, if anything that was my great like that's the great regret was to not you know um not having the chance to do more vehicles because I wanted to do like Punisher's van, yes, and of course the shield car, the twin jet. Yeah, there was a few vehicles, man, that would have been just so cool to have because they had the vehicles are their own characteristic as well, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the fantastic car and stuff like that. Um, it just, it just would have been so so fun to, to delve into some of those those other vehicles i wanted to do i, I wanted to do like galactus's um like, <laughs> <laughs> that big you know world ship and, and throne that he has and everything yeah like, and do something like that like for that for the 19th you know and with, with sounds in there so you can oh, really man. get more stuff and have a little um peg where you can put silver surfer and fire lord and all the different hurls and everything like i had it all in my head man but you know things wind up you know going a different direction oh adam, and, adam uh, corrected me it wasn't face off it was superhero showdown superhero was, showdown yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's on he's on the internet right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all right adam i got called out last week so now yeah. it's your turn yeah <laughs> that superhero showdown line was so crazy because basically it was like marvel legends just panographed down yes and 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 um and man i i remember when we first did that and we actually saw these figures tear down like that and we were all just like holy like this is really really cool back at twitter we were like man these look really dope and and i guess i think ever since then that it was in my mind of looking at, you know, Marvel Trinity Quarter in a different way. Because before that, we had the old Super Wars and Super Power figures and all that. But but this, the, that Superhero Showdown line, like, really just changed as far as the detail and, mm-hmm. and, and what could be done with articulation and all that stuff. So, and of course, guys, guys weren't too happy with the Marvel Universe line. They wanted more like Superhero Showdown, but um, but you know, I was pretty proud of it. And and uh, but that Showdown line was really, really dope, really cool. Yeah, I remember. Like I said, I um, I, I wasn't happy with the universe at all. I was just like, man, I I can't believe this. Like first Legends, now this. Like what's going on here? And then slowly but surely, it. it I don't know. I don't remember what figure it was, but one of them I locked, I like walked over. I was walking by the pegs and I was like, hold on. Uh, I want that. I think it was the, um, the X force archangel. 
Mm, okay. Or no, the yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the normal Archangel. That's what it was because the okay. X Force was an exclusive. But it was uh, yeah. it was right around then when the the Archangel came out and the Warpath, the X Force yeah. Warpath, is yeah. right when I kind of started to like, whoa, hold on, like wait a minute, they're doing Warpath. Like what what am I missing here? That's it's, when we, that's when we really started to roll because uh-huh. really you know in the beginning Marvel Universe. Originally, it was really supposed to be only eight figures, like eight characters, and that mm-hmm. was it. <laughs> and that was like really as evolved as, as at the time has the one to really get. And um, so I just, you know, we just went and did more and more and more. But you know, that first, that first, the first series, you know, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't right. And now this is when Adam Van Wickler and Jim and Giant kind of. Because they, you know, I had bumped into Adam at a party and everything, and he he demanded demanded that he work on the Marvel Universe stuff. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> because what happened was, you know, we would tease, we would tease everything, and I had I had a Wolverine, the, the X Force Wolverine. Okay. And I brought it to, to Comic Con, and we had a fan I just put it out of my pocket, put it on the table, and everyone just lost. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so Adam, Adam was like, "Look, I need to work on this." So, you know, talking to him, and he just had the same mindset, and and then he, he worked on the Green Goblin, and, and you know, when they stepped in, the detail really started to to uh, hit hit like dialed in. But then, when we started to play with the mass of the character, like the girth and and the articulation like a little bit more like like that war path like like disrupting a whole new body and and then of course like that archangel with the wings and everything it was like we really started to push it with the series two and um and i think it, because we kind of got our footing we knew where we wanted to go we knew what we were doing we knew what you know we kind of worked all the kinks out and all that stuff and it just started to to roll after that Heck yeah. Yeah, like I said, that was that was pretty much right around when I was like, hey, hold on. There, there, there's some good stuff happening over here. <laughs> and then I was hooked. Oh, man, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. And also, too, we were using, like, you know, um, Marvel artists at the time to do the packaging. Yep, the I remember. Packaging art, and I was writing all the file cards and <laughs> I, I I mean I actually remember like there was this one writer over at Marvel who loved the file cards and he wanted to work on them and he just could not do it and I was like no no I'll I'll I'll, I'll finish it from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, he, he, you know that, that that's good man. I'm glad you want to do this, but uh, uh yeah. I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I had it all in my head, like how these characters are connected, and then like using like the internet and emails and, and different memos and, and well, uh, even the way that you guys in, uh, incorporated like the extra little character on the corner and stuff, mm-hmm. like what was it? Deadpool was in there and Rocky Raccoon and right, right, yeah. right. It was like just having it was really my whole goal with the Marvel Universe line was to make it like. Uh, an embodiment of the comic books. All the little things that you see in the comics, you know, the 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 the, um, the write-in section and some of the ads that you would see, the different 
knots of the characters and, and all that. Even like the, the, the little the tasty cake ads used to be in the Marvel comics. Yes. You know, <laughs> that, that actually came into play with having like Rocket Raccoon in the back and Nick Fury and giving little blurbs and all that stuff. You wanted to incorporate so much of the comic book experience into that line. And actually, at one point, I was experimenting with doing um, different scents. So if you open up the, the package, it would smell like an old comic book. Oh, wow. So I was experimenting. Oh, my God, that's using, great. And like using the chem lab to break down different, um, the, the scent of a comic book. And it, it was all these different, <laughs> all these different smells like grass and, and mildew and and just different uh, uh, things in nature that, that all would come together and have that scent. But what I wanted to do was have that whole kind of book experience like in your tour from in the moment you walk into the comic book shop or you walk to the spinning rack you know that whole experience man i just wanted to capture that into tour into the, into the actual life yeah no there was there was definitely even without the sense man there was definitely an experience it was it was fun it was it was definitely a good ride Mm-hmm. And then you could tell right when something changed and it was funny because like they started cutting the articulation and I remember I'd heard even then it was like, Oh yeah, no Vonner left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it, and that whole, that whole period was just so weird, man. It was, it was, um, I mean, cause it, it's the business. It, 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 it's kind of like what we sign up for, you know, we sign up for this and we, you kind of go with the economic ups and downs of of retail, you know. Right. But then also too, you know, in the toy industry, it's it's um internally it becomes like a numbers game, you know, and um and and unfortunately layoffs are all too common. Yeah. And um, it's something that you can't control, and and we wind up working so close to this stuff, and and, and now. During during that era, you know, the internet and social media was coming into play. That you know, the designers now almost synonymous with with the product in ways that that never was the case before. Right. You know, like like for instance, like with Adam, like we never knew growing up, we never heard of a, a the guys who sculpted toys or engineered stuff, and you you, you had no access to these people. Now, no. yeah. Now you do, you know. Yeah. And and um, so at that time, you know, working so close with the brand and then becoming the face of the brand and working on and interacting with fans and everything, and then and that whole ordeal that happened, it was just so strange. It, 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 <laughs> and then it was the whole petition to hire me back, and it was like you had so many people knowing the, the private moments of your life. Right, <laughs> and, and yet, yeah, you had to explain this over and over and over again, and that so that that's what made it the whole period kind of strange for me. You know, I bet it was it was such it was such a public thing. Whereas if you get fired or, or you get laid off or your job closes down or something happens, I mean, first you have this moment of panic, like what I'm going to do, yeah, you know, where I'm going to go from here, and then you got to figure out. You know, uh, let me get my bearings straight. Let me just calm down and everything. But 
everyone knew it was such a galvanizing moment and everyone knew and it was such a weird just a weird time to go through heck yeah man I don't mean to make it no (laughs) no 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 I'm I'm just kind of like yeah, no, I, I, I agree, because it's like I couldn't even really imagine if just like, you know, one one day, like, you know, uh, like, for instance, at one time I had gotten laid off from a job, but I, I couldn't imagine if everybody on there, like everybody on social media is just like, hey, Cheney, what happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah, yeah, like, what, what's going on? What happened? And, and, and then it's like, bring them back, and, 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 <laughs> and it's like, well, Maybe I don't want to go back. Maybe they don't right. want me back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe there is a reason behind it, guys. Like you don't know the whole story here. Just uh you know, how about y'all just step out of my life for a minute and let me do my thing. I got you. Right. I got you. But then also too, man, I think that that's at when all of that happened, I think that's what really really, really crystallized how important Marvel is. To the fans, to how important Marvel's continuity beyond just comics, you know, and you mm-hmm. kind of see that now with the movie stuff. Like once these new actors start coming in and playing these characters that you know Robert Downey Jr. is familiar with, Chris Hemsworth is familiar with, and we get these new actors in, it's going to be kind of strange, you know, yeah. because we're so used to that continuity. Yep, you know, it, it, it hits us, it, it's right, and we. Collectors do not like change. That's the, that's the number one thing. Collectors don't like change. Well, and, like, uh, just like I said earlier, there's guys out there still to this day that are like, no, Toy Biz, Marvel Legends is where it's at. It's like, yeah. ah. and, 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 you know, all the time I'll tell people, I'm like, hey, man, like, have you checked out, like, the new Legends? Like, have you even looked at them? No, I refuse to. I'm like, well, here you know i'll put i'll put one in one of my buddy's hands because he's like legitimate like no i'm i only stick with those and you know i'll put a new figure in his hand he's like oh wow this is actually really nice i'm like yeah like right yeah (laughs) you gotta give it a chance you gotta give it a chance you know and you see that evolution and sometimes we're not ready for that evolution but the evolution has to occur and and i think that's one reason why i'm digging the mezco stuff right now you know because I, I was really adamant about having soft goods on a six-inch figure. Like, to me, that was a no-no. It just didn't look right. Uh-huh. You know, when I would when I would talk about it, you know, when I would try to imagine it, because it would look like a doll to me. It can't. It, it would break the illusion of, of a cool action figure, like right? Being pulled directly out of the pages of the comic book, but. Nez changed my mind on that completely, and and now like seeing how their figures are have the have that the soft goods on them, man, it just adds a whole level, a, a whole new dimension to the action figure where it it doesn't look wonky, it doesn't look you know fake, for lack of a better word, it it really looks good and it works really well. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. Wouldn't wouldn't you agree with that, Ernie? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, David. It, unfortunately, I still haven't jumped on that Mezco train yet. It was jarring. It, it, it was jarring in the beginning. It yeah, was very. It was very, very jarring in the beginning. 
but I, I do, I do like and see the exactly what you said, the, the change that has come from it, mm-hmm. you know, or, or the people who are now doing the whole soft goods, like our friend CJ and just making something out of regular character so much more. It, it's, it is, it's that change of, wow. And, and can I accept this exactly like what you're saying? I mean, cause there's still those star Wars fans out there who have still never even touched black series because yeah. to them it, it's three and three quarters and that's it. I'm the same way. I, I was, I was not on board with the black series at all, you know, and it, it just, it's, it's to me, it spit in the face of what Star Wars was about. <laughs> and that, and that's kind of how I felt about the Six of Joes too. But after seeing them and giving them a shot, it's like, wow, you know, I, I can appreciate the Six Sense for what it is, and I can also appreciate the Three and Three Quarters for what it is as well. You know, I can separate them. Yeah. But it's 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 still a little, you know, so, sometimes it, it's not such a smooth transition. I have to actually put some thought and effort. Like, all right, man, this is this is the Six Sense, so things are gonna be a little bit different. You know, and I gotta prepare myself, but I can appreciate the difference. Mm-hmm. for sure yeah i went through i, w- I want to say i went through the same thing but in reverse with the marvel universe stuff i was just like eh. like i said i wasn't with it and then then i turned into a junkie and i was like i gotta get them all i need Man, all of them. I, I it was so it was so crazy because when that marvel universe I, me- I remember there was guys that were so pissed I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'll never forget. There was this one guy. He came into the Hasbro booth at the time, like five or six times, angry. He would walk into the booth, look and walk out. Come back, look around, walk out. And then finally, he was like, you know, what's the deal with this fancy quarter and stuff? And he, he really didn't want to hear anything I had to say. He just wanted to soak in his bitterness like he was just just ticked off yeah finally i had to tell him i was like look man it's kind of like i i I understand what it is in my mind in my mind at that time my mom made the best spaghetti of no i didn't want anyone else's spaghetti right i didn't want i I didn't i didn't want to try anyone else's spaghetti right but then when i ventured out and started to eat you know other people's spaghetti I acquired an appreciation for it, and that's just what it is. But you Point never, is, but you never told Mama that. <laughs> I never told Mama that. <laughs> nah, I never told Mama that. But it's like it's the same thing. I understand. You almost feel like you almost feel like there's this 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 trust factor that's broken when you go outside of Toy Biz at that time. Go outside of Toy Biz. And, Either get the, the Hasbro Marvel Legends or the, Mar- uh, the Hasbro Marvel Universe figures. You know, you had to go through this mental hurdle to try to get yourself to wrap around it. Yeah, and, and it, I, and it was I, a and complete, I, and I, it. I yeah. understood it. I understood that. And and but that's that's the change that collectors don't like to face. Yes, collectors don't like, and that's with Jesse Falcon. You know, Jesse who created Marvel Legends. That that was always his thing, man. He was like, you know, you know, you're never gonna win. You're never gonna win. All you can do is just keep plugging in, keep 
keep doing what you need to do and eventually it will shift. But the collector, man, they don't like change. So it can if they hate your stuff, then you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you're if getting a reaction. Right. If, they, if, if you're getting that reaction, the constant complaining, you know, you're doing something right because you have their attention. Right. Now that you have their attention, you know, listen to them and implement what you what they want. But you know, still and yet you're the creator. You're, the creator has to create, and that's what you have to do. So um, those were some wise words that Jesse had, you know, you know, put years ago. You know, before before everything, and that just stuck with me. And I and I think that's why I never really took it too personal. I understood where where guys were coming from. And, and, and speaking from their needs and their passions and their wants and everything. So I, I, I understood it. I got it. Yeah. No, that's, that's way awesome. It, it, that's really the way the, the, uh, the best explanation for that too is, you know, there's some guys that are like, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to change. I don't, I, I, I have this ideal of what it was and that's, all i know and i i don't really want anything new and it's like okay mm -hmm. i get that <laughs> i understand that because you, and you also remember you remember when mcfarland toys when it first came out like they were cool but they mm -hmm. weren't as cool as it they wind up being you know they were a little soft a little chunky and everything mm -hmm. and it was like shit and mcfarland toys looked totally different than anything that was out there like everything else just looked pretty mm -hmm. next to his stuff yes and that was and i think that when the fallen toys hit it, it it hit at a time when collectors of comics of collectibles of toys were evolving and changing we were getting older and i think as we were getting older and a little bit more sophisticated in in our views McFarlane hit and wow, like this is almost like being a kid again, but I'm an adult. You know, now it's hitting me, it's hitting all these other senses, and I have this disposable income now. Yes. So, you know, before I could you know, I had to rely on mom to get my G.I. Joe, but now I can get that cool Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I always want. Yes. You know? So, and, and, but it was that same kid, we just evolved and got older, and I think that the falling hit right at that pivotal time and 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 um and not only mcfarland but the whole toy industry in itself kind of shifted you know and that's when you know we were we became we went from being consumers to innovators and creators and everything and like a lot of the sculptors and designers and painters and model makers they were no longer just consumers they were actually making this stuff now so they can implement certain things that back in the day, toy uh, manufacturers weren't even thinking about. The sculptors weren't even thinking about. But because we were inundated with so much creativity and music and movies and animation and all that stuff, we were just hit with everything. At the same time, all those experiences, we just funneled down and put that into whatever the categories we were working in. So at the time, we were all in tours, and we just put all that creative energy into that. And with that, and we just had cool sculptors like Gary Cortez and Phil Ramirez doing cool stuff. We had cool companies doing stuff. Um, Jerry 
Monica Lucio and Soda was doing cool stuff. Like everyone was just, it was like just looking back at it, it was like a renaissance. It was like it was amazing. It was a, it's an amazing experience to be a part of. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with uh with Adam right now. It's just I, I this is this is just a treat right now to even have you on just, you know, breaking it all down like this. It's this is amazing, man. This is man, this is very I, I, awesome. I want a drink and a smoking jacket. I'm just sitting back here. That that is that is me and my wife every night. Drinks and smoking jackets. That's what we do. <laughs> See? There you go. That, that's what I'm saying. This is great because everything that you're saying, I, I'm getting in touch with and like the, the memories hit you and, and the feelings of that. I still remember my first uh, McFarland spawn figures. One mm-hmm. was the, the female looking samurai one that had the gear mm-hmm. on. And mm-hmm. then that, that elephant one, the detail yes. Yes. in that elephant and the stuff that it came with. That's still one of my favorite things ever that made me pick up something different. Exactly yep. what you're saying. The art, the, the artistry of it all. Yeah. And also too, around that time, like Claiborne Moore had to had it, those action figures out. Stan Winston had his line. I mean, it was a lot. And it was just like, and we were just eating it all up, man. And, 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 and it was, it and was the so only way too. to the only way to keep up was Toy Fair. Yeah, that was it. Yep, that was it. That was it. Don't give me that was that the only shady. that was the, that that was our social media. Yeah, I loved it. I was so excited every time to get that. Oh man, I mean, like I'm just sitting back thinking, remembering, man. It, it was just like it, it, it was such a, a a wild time, and and also like you know the factories were. Um, the costs were very, very low. There weren't a lot of, um, you know, the materials were still low. You know, the price of petroleum and plastics and everything, the price of steel. So, and also the factories, they were working in a different method where you can kind of um, have things done on consignment, you know. So, I mean, guys were just coming in, <laughs> doing some really cool stuff. But they also were going belly up as well. You know, they weren't lasting. Too, too long, you know, and and um, as as quickly as it as it rose, it just fizzled out just as fast too, which makes that era like really even more unique because it, it just never happened again. Yeah, w- would you say that? Would you um? Would you say that probably our, our current well, maybe not right now, but maybe like say like three months ago, uh, the current toy. I guess their collector space has been uh, not not the same as that, but it's gotten uh, way better. It's got almost like the second coming of that in a sense. Like people are doing more things now with figures and toys than they have since yeah, since that I, I golden that. age that you were speaking of. I think that I, I, I think it is. It's, it's a new it's a new era coming out, especially like with imports and everything, and also just with Marvel and DC. Um, you're starting to see more, a little bit more slicing thing going on. A lot more companies doing their interpretation of these characters, like face ups and all that stuff. So you're starting to see like these different iterations of these characters, you know, done. But my only thing with that is the same characters over and over. You know, I yeah. would love to be able to see more stuff. You know, like like I remember for 
a, a short time, I was I was in the process of pushing, um, working on several volume comics and, and doing characters based off of, off of those guys. And Ooh. I would love to see, I would love to see you know stuff like that, you know, and you like, know some old image characters done in in, in action figure form, you know. Because there was, was never an X Men war, was there? No, and, and I was going to do it. I was, I, I had it already. I had that prototype, you know, kind of already in the works, you know, and um, and I think that really would have been very, very cool, a, 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 a new dimension, you know, showing different characters. And I think that that's, you know, that's a thing that, you know, I wish was a little bit more wide open as far as getting more, more, more brands and characters out there, like like from the eighties, you know, in the eighties was like this uncharted <laughs> land where you just had everything. Now, in this era that we're in now, that everything has to be, you know, wrapped around content or movie, cartoon or brand, basically it's dominated by Marvel and DC. Yeah. Now the Marvel, the comic book fan to me, the Marvel fan to me loves that, but yes, <laughs> you know, the, the the creator in me wants to see more. Wants to, you know. And and I think people want want more too, you know. It's just that, you know, they have to be steered in a direction. What I what I hate when guys say, you know, when companies make yet another iteration iteration of the same character, and guys are like, you know, it's almost like they're brainwashed into thinking that they need to have it. Where it's like, I wish we all kind of rise up and say, no, we want something else. We want something new. You know, we want more. You know, I already have enough Spider-Man or Hulk, or you know, I want some different characters into into the lineup. You know, with some more guys. Well, I can I never, I can never have enough Wolverines, but that's just me. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, now the cool thing about about doing comic book stuff is that you you can explore different artists' interpretations and right. you can really get funky with it. You know. But you can definitely have some different styles, but it's like you know, I, I, I would like to see that as opposed to another Tiger Stripe Wolverine. You know. Yeah. Like, well, no, I would want like like I've got we're we're good on Tiger Stripe Wolverine right now. I think we're pretty solid between the Mafex and the Legends. Um, you know, I want I want the 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 Special Ops Wolverine. I want the yeah, Brood the, Wolverine stuff like that. Yes. You know, give, give me some different. Ones. You or know, give me like the, 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 what is it, the, that 90s basic X-Men costume one where it was, you know, it's the yellow in the middle and the blue on the sides and mm-hmm. he's wearing the yellow gloves. Give me that. Give me, you know, um, what else? Give me the, the Fang costume one. Give me, I'll take all of them, man. Yeah. Like, I want all that stuff. I want all that bizarre stuff. I want. Yeah, like, like, like people don't, people, I don't know if people just don't know or don't request it or just don't like it, but I always love the spiky version of the thing. And I, I would love to see an action figure of that version of the thing with all the spikes and everything. You know, that, that, I just love that mutation, you know, when, when that happened and it, it was such a, a different look. And he was also like kind of rustling at the time too. So you can throw in like different, you know, wrestling federation guys that the thing was was with at that time too. So heck yeah, you know it, it's that's what sometimes was, that's I just what want was, guys to I just want guys to open up the comic books a little bit more, yes, explore a little bit more, yeah. You know, 
and, and go a little bit more deep. Yeah, that's what was so neat about uh, Toy Biz Marvel Legends is you would get that like weird off like, you know, four pack or something of stuff that wasn't really in the norm. Like, for instance, the um, oh, I forgot what four pack it was. It came it came with that uh, that like anime version Iron Man and that uh, that alternate universe like Human Torch, but he had the wings and the thing oh yeah 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 yeah. i forgot what that was ah let me go i'm going into the database i'm trying to go into the files of my mind (laughs) yeah it was uh i want to say it was it was from i forgot what story exactly it was maybe it was yeah house of m i think it was house of m i think adam is right it was house of m because it had the thing, but he looked all different. But because he was like all like scared and whatnot. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. And it had the Human Torch, and it had that Iron Man, and there was one other figure that I can't remember. I want to say, but that's what was cool is those were so off. Like it was so off the normal pace. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, this is neat. Like, and there was a lot of people that get it just because it looked cool. You know. Right. 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 You know, there's a yeah, yeah, I see, I see Mervyn. I wish DC had a line Marvel Legends besides the Sentries because the McFarlane line ain't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that McFarlane DC line, I, 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 I like it. I just, you know, I think in my mind, whenever I think of a McFarlane figure, I think of extreme paint sculpt. And, and stuff like that and yes and i and the dc ones are just scaled back from that and they're huge for what mcfarlane <laughs> is you know and 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 um so i think that's why it, it's, it's 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 a little weird to me hey give us the the what is it the cursed or the vampire batman mm-hmm Give us that one, like done, done up right, like the way you know a McFarlane toy would be done with, you know the the real detailed sculpt work and the high de- highly detailed you know paint. That would right, be awesome, right, right. you know. Get, I would love to see. I would love to see what McFarlane does, like with Solomon Grundy or or like you know, Swamp Thing or something like that. We were just talking about yep. this last week, actually. Yeah, we were just talking about this and like how big. Uh, you know Solomon Grundy would be because the scale on these are seven inch, so Grundy would have to be at least ten inches tall, and probably come as like a box set. Oh yeah, I mean that Solomon Grundy could be. I mean just just the whole the Legion of Doom would would be like super dope, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you know so I, I mean the the rollout is kind of you know, strange to me because it's where do you go from here? You know, it's, um, it's all over the place too. It's so all mm-hmm. over the place. Like it's yeah. like, it, I, I think it would have been kind of better to kind of like, you know, at least stick with like maybe one or two, just like keep it real kind of like basic in the beginning, like, and then, then spread out, you know, cause people want, right, people right, are right. looking for a new DC line to hop onto, you know, because yeah. classics is over and done. And, you know, 
uh, DC Direct or DC Collectibles, they never really got a, a solid footing. Like, I don't mind the essentials, but there's just no accessories with them, mm-hmm. and for the at mm-hmm. that price point. Um, but you know, a lot of people are still looking. Like, give me something that I can hop on and you know hop on with and do. And there's you know there's a lot of guys out there that are like, you know, I did classics. I'm good. You know, I'm I'm not gonna hop on. But there's still so many other like new iterations of characters and new characters and stuff that you know the the people that are currently holding the license, which is McFarland, can do. Right, right, right. Now you remember? Did you see that um, Superman versus uh, Black Adam anime? That cartoon. I don't believe I was, I saw that. Ernie, did you have you? I seen mean, that? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Superman versus Shazam. No, I, I heard that one was good, too. It was really dope. And I would love to see McFarlane do versions of that, like 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 animated style. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like, um, I, I, I don't know. It, it, I would love to see just more stylized, I think, um, versions of, of the DC figures. But the, the crazy part, I think one of the reasons why, you know, we kind of want to see it because the DC characters are just so I mean, like they're, they're, I mean, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Hawkman. I mean, they're just so iconic, and they, from a symbolic standpoint, the symbolism, the symbols that they use, I should say, are just so recognizable. Mm-hmm. You know, more so than some religious symbols. You know? Yeah, and, and, <laughs> exactly. And, and, um, it's very true. And, you know, so to me, DC just overall, not just with the action figures, but overall, it's just in a weird space right now where it just seems like it's, it, it, it can't find its footing. Yeah. And that's kind of like sad to me. You know, it, it's, it's kind of sad to me. It's like, you know, because it, it's such a no-brainer. I mean, these guys are so iconic. Like, how can you mess Superman up? How can you mess Batman up? Yeah. And, and, or, or just like have just one-dimensional versions of those characters when you can really do some really cool things. Yeah, it, there's so many things you can do, and it's just like it, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's and and then and then they're really obscure characters. Just there's room to really um, redesign them and make them really look cool, you right? Know? So, like one of the things that we did, you know, um, with that Hasbro working on Marvel Universe is that we worked real close with the publisher. Like the guys, Marvel Comics guys. So, you know, with the artists and the writers and everything. So, we would try to create this cohesive um, platform where it, what you see in the comic books, you see in the toys. Hopefully, that would show up in the video game, you know. So, it was just it, the continuity was there. And I think that the DC stuff, that's just what. Is lacking the continuity of it all. It's just not hanging together. Right. Yeah, because one thing, you know, one thing's one way and one thing's another way, and then none of it connects to a movie. And, you know, it, it, if you can get it all to kind of link up and work together, then, you know, he might be on to something. Right. 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 It's almost as if from the outside looking in, I would say that there's a lot of chefs, a lot of chefs in that kitchen. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah. It, it, there's, and, and there's a lot of, you know, bosses that go, I don't care what you do. Just make me money. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, like, I mean, and this is a business. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you know, we all want to make money. We all right. want successful products. Right. But We're, there's, there's but, the, the, you know, it feels like there's a whole, like, you know, you're they, a lot of the people have their, you know, a, a foot on them saying, hey, you know, get this out as quick as possible. Make sure people like it so that I get money. And it's like, OK. Right, right, right. And then they'll be on one track to go, OK, we're going to we're doing this. Well, this is the plan. Sounds good. OK. All right. We're all on board. And then, you know, the boss comes in and goes, no, I don't like that. Switch it. Yeah. change it all up I mean, right it, now and it's like we're yeah. almost done though we're like 75 percent done i don't care change it mm -hmm. i mean you, even even with the with dc's you know editor getting the boot you know it's it's just like wow man it's like um everything is just kind of on different levels and i think that's one reason why so many fans and not not only fans but even like you know retail and 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 different manufacturers and you know everyone is behind marvel because marvel moves in a more of a singular unit like right you know like there isn't it's not all over the place it seems you know like like the the voice is a little bit more singular mm -hmm. you know with, with marvel and, and and even though you know there's other people in play too but it just seems as though that there's a everything's a little bit more streamlined when it comes to the characters and the use of the characters and, and what they're about as opposed to DC. People everywhere and, and that kind of is disheartening. Yeah, it seems I mean it's literally it it feels like they're just like we're just throwing anything we can at the wall and whatever sticks we're gonna run with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and hopefully they can find something that, you know, that sticks. It just you know, it's it's like you said. There's more of a, a uniformity with the Marvel stuff that you know you can see. You can see it in the product. You can see it in the movies. You know, they if they make one movie and something happens, okay, well we're gonna continue that story into the next movie so that you know there's a uniformity there and you, you don't get lost. You know, right. right? Yeah. Well, look at what's on the shelf. It, it's it's basically the the latest wave is the Black Widow wave, and you got movie figures in there with comic figures as well, but they're giving you an option and a choice to still change it up, but they're still staying on point to where what the what's on the shelf of the DC are these larger figures that are just sitting there now, and we've talked about this still again, and then they even threw in the animated like Batman and Supes, and they're huge, and they don't go together right. Why? So it's like, even though Marvel is consistent, they're still giving you variety but the right kind of variety. We'll give you MCU, we'll give you comic, and hey, we'll even throw in somebody to finish a team for you or, or to start exactly. the next team. And the exactly. DC stuff is like, here's everything, here you go. Or we're just going to keep it like this and put it out. That's, yep. that's, I think, what the problem is, is exactly that is they need somebody to go over it and say, no, we need to do this, this, and this, instead of just almost like giving a thumbs up to everything as far as, okay, that, yeah. That sounds good, but yeah, that that's why and and Marvel is holding it down just for that reason of the giving us variety, but the correct variety. The correct variety, and and and, and again, going back to, to Jesse Falcon, I mean that was 
that was something that you know, that was his mantra, man. Like having variety in the line, you know, because you, you just it, to me, when you walk into a comic book store and you, you see like the spinner rack and everything, you see all the comics there, all the different titles and stuff. Like that's how, even though they're all different, they all hang together. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's how. That's how the Marvel. That to me, like that's how toy lines, action figure lines should be. And and um, you know, especially when you're dealing with with you know the comic book kind of platform. Right. And, and Marvel just does that right. And it's got a lot of variety in it, but it hangs together. And and you see stuff. It's just, it's just, it just isn't. Yeah, it's know, all over the place. Like yeah. And and that, and again, like like I said, that's just disheartening to me because I think you know deep down in our souls we're all Superman fans. Like we we all were that kid that got a towel or a shirt tied around our neck and pretend that we were flying. Mm-hmm. And that's just Superman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, um, and 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 I think that we all have this love for these iconic characters and, and to. Um, it's almost like when you watch a Star Wars movie, no matter no matter how you feel about the Star Wars franchise, if you watch A New Hope or you watch, you know, The Rise of Skywalker, there's a DNA, there's a look, there's a sound, and there's a feel in all of Star Wars films. That you just that's it, it's part of the DNA of Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like when that's, you hear the music, you know what it is. You that, know that's, when, when you see, that's Ernie's that bread and butter right there. <laughs> you know, and, and and that's missing in the whole DC thing with their entertainment and yeah. everything. It's just it's just not the it's just lost its way in in, in a lack of a better term. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah, Ernie Ernie is the um what is it? It's Star Wars before anything, right? Right. Star Wars is life. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and, whether, and, you, whether you hate it or love it, how you feel about it or not, I mean, Star Wars is, I mean, that's part of our chromosome, man. That's, it's, it's embedded in it. Right. You know, yeah. it, 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 and it defies logic. Like, Star Wars really defies logic. It should not be around. <laughs> I mean, we're, talking, we're talking about a, a movie that came out in 1977 you know in an era when the country was still trying to find its footing you know and and um we got the space opera movie coming out and and damn it just it, it's this cultural phenomenon and it's still around it's still relevant and <laughs> It shouldn't be, you know, and it had everything against it. It had everything against it from being, from being what it is, but yet it worked, you know. And I, we can't, we, I can't even imagine a world without it. Correct. Despite the fact, despite the fact that I did not like Rise of Skywalker or, or any of the new movies, but, but it's still Star Wars, regardless of it. It's still Star Wars, and it's still, you know, I, I have to partake in it. You know, yeah, that's the that's the whole correct answer. Is it's still Star Wars, no matter what? It, it's Star Wars, mm-hmm. and and I I can like or not dislike the other ones, but it's still my Star Wars. But it's such a staple in mine 
because of not only the background of Star Wars in the movie of anything, but everything that came from the beginning of action figures to how he had the rights and, and what he wanted to do. And, and then we had the era of Kenner. And, and right. then, you know, from Kenner to Hasbro till now. And I still get upset about the Black Series now. Like, we should have, you know, a Build-A-Figure fig series, as we would call Build-A-Droid, just like Marvel. You know, we should be having those extra extra things. And my thing is the variety, too. We should not be getting so many repeats of characters. But yet, because it's still Star Wars, I'm still buying it every time. Right. <laughs> and which, so, is, which is so weird. They haven't had such a high... Um, repetitive rate of the same characters because Star Wars, again, defying logic, I mean, you can throw in any character that had a millisecond of screen time yep, and people will lose their minds over it. I want it. I can't wait until we get a, a, a you know, we have all these Marvel Legend waves, like I just said, the Black Widow wave. Like, we name every wave. And the sad part is we can't do that with Legends. Say, I can't wait for the day where I say, oh, the Cantina wave's coming out next. Oh, wow. the, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. wave, wave three, like, I'll, I'll take it. G give me the whole Cantina band, even though they're all the same figure and they just come with a different instrument. I want that whole set. Yeah. yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> give me all the bounty hunters. Like, give, give me all of them. You know, like. It, yes. It, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, Star Wars just has this. Um, and and it's, it's so funny, too, how fans, despite the length of screen time, fans know exactly what that character is, who it is, the name of it, and everything. And, and it, in my mind, it just defies why have the same characters over and over again. But clearly, there's a demand for all these other guys, and the line may, may still do just as well. Yeah, it's cool. They're trying, like, the very uh, recent episode of The Clone Wars was awesome. This one that just aired on, on the season seven with Ahsoka in the background of the 1313 area that she is, they had now made it canon, the old Kenner figures. Mm, from, yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. In the, in the whole dress up, their colors, um, to even how they looked. It, it was, oh, it was great. You know, they had um like the uh the hammerhead was in there um mm -hmm. e even uh, uh red and blue snaggletooth uh they even had uh, like a pondababa with um like a belly on it the walrus man it was right, oh right, it was right. cool to see that like you're you're throwing the nostalgic kenner in there and like you're yeah. saying if if i can spot that just from those few seconds absolutely would i take any background character that you give me mm-hmm Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, it's funny, too, man, because I think that, you know, there's, there's kids, see, a lot of, a lot of stuff that happens in the toy industry, I, I feel is always kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, by saying kids don't want certain characters, they only want this, and sometimes I find that not to be true, because when Star Wars first hit, I mean, we, we just wanted every, everyone, we didn't want a ton of... <laughs> Luke Skywalker's and, and we wanted everybody. Right. And, and and in my mind, like kids are still the same way. The only thing is is like you have this self fulfilling prophecy which turns into like this brainwashing thing where we we convince ourselves that kids only want one or two things when in reality 
kids want just as much variety as collectors do. Right. You know, kids want cool stuff too. Kids want to have their world built up just as much as we do. Yeah, <laughs> they're know, like, give some, me all the characters. Yeah, but for some reason, we, we think that kids just want the same old, same old. And I think that, you know, uh, if we give them a little bit more to choose from, then, you know, their consumer purchasing awareness may be a little bit different, you know, or their purchasing power, their, their purchasing habits may be a little bit different. I, I think you guys do it right with the Mattel uh, WWE series as far as getting repeat characters, but yes, but then in their WrestleMania gear or their gear that they wore this, or you're going to get this extra item of, uh, uh, say, the Slammy Award, or, right. y- you know, you're going to get the Bellas with their jerseys and, and the right. hats backwards. Like, yes, that works. Definitely. Yeah, because, you, because in WWE, you know, it's like we have, you know, two movies, three movies every week, you know, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. And then you have yes. your pay-per-view stuff. But within all that, the superstars, you know, they want to be indiv- unique individuals as well, you know. So it's not just, you know, Wolverine wearing two or three costumes. These guys want to be different all the time, yet still fall into, and yet still have some continuity too. So, like, there's different, even though Undertaker is known to wear black, Undertaker is coming to the ring wearing different types of looks you know what i mean like different types of gear and you know coming in on motorcycles and all kinds of stuff so with that it's like you want to be able to capture that capture that variety capture that moment in time mm-hmm. you know because it makes that superstar or or that offering that much more unique you know so um so because of the guy here and content so much you know, there's always little subtle things that we can do to, to reflect that and to make that, you know, that offering different. Heck yeah. Yeah, because you guys have literally like <sighs> mounds and mounds of material to work with. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. There's mounds and mounds of material. Then, then the flip side is like, you know, you got to work with what you got, you know? Right. So, and, and, and with that, I mean, as things can come into play that would never happen in a movie or um, a comic book. Like, these are real people. So they get hurt. You know, life situations come into play. They may want to change their hairstyle, change their gear. You know, they get a tattoo. Like, there's, there's so many things that these superstars will do and then... On the flip side, we have to react. Right. To adjust. That. Yeah. And adjust, right? So that alone just makes whatever we do for that offering unique. So there's yeah. always going to be some some different, some subtle differences, even though it may, may, may be, you know, tons of John Cena's out there. It, it, there's different looks, different eras, you know, different moments that we can tap into. And what's cool is like, you know, you can, you can tap into the different ones and, you know, almost, you know, like say you've got the turbo John Cena fan, he's going to want them all. 
you know, mm-hmm. you got the, you got the, you know, the, the ultimate collector. And then there's other people that are just kind of like, I didn't know they made that. I want that. That's like my favorite version, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm still waiting for my three pack. What's that? that that's the Rikishi, Scotty, Too Hottie, and Grandmaster Sex A. Oh. G- give me, give me that three pack <laughs> and I'm buying it. <laughs> nice. And he nice. better be able to do the worm. And, and, and I'm sold. <laughs> so, so there you go. It's funny. I, I've been pushing Bill McKenna to, to add um, it's certain certain talent we can't have into the line because of a multitude of reasons. But sometimes we just Correct. have to pick, pick at him and make him, you know, get him upset and all that stuff. <laughs> but one of, the, one of the guys I'm always trying to push into the line is Hercules Hernandez. Like back in the day when I was a kid, Hercules Hernandez just looked so cool. He had the chain wrapped around his neck and all that stuff. And it was just like, this dude is gonna destroy whoever he faces in the ring. Like he just had that look. He was just cool to me. So I'm always trying to push Bill to, to make a Hercules Hernandez. That that's that would be awesome. Uh, old old ones like that is always cool. I like when you see that in, in a classic line. Mm-hmm. Were, mm-hmm. were you a part of any of the new which i love right now that's up is the crossover with them looking like the he-man figures <laughs> yeah in in the in the beginning when i when i uh first got into the team that was like um one of the massive concepts that uh that we had worked on and then they wound up evolving and changing and everything and then it was a timing thing uh to to not interfere with the, uh, the movie and everything. So it was really, in the beginning, it was like, how do we, we knew we wanted to make this offering. How do we approach it? Do we make it like um, He-Man figures or do we make them look, look like the WWE figures, you know? So um, then eventually uh, uh, Bill Bennett uh, came on board and he worked on that line and, and it really, really, Came into his own having that classic uh, He-Man, the classic Mochi. Mm-hmm. That's a really and it, it, it's such a no-brainer, man. Because WWE and Master Universe, they both came up like around the same time. You yes. Know? So it just makes so much sense to have that mashup occur, you know, and to actually have it, you know, in our hands. So it's, it's really cool. It's going to be fun. It's, it's really, really a really fun line. I know it caught my eye because I'm I'm not really I've never like I think the the height of me being into any kind of wrestling was back when I was a kid, and my neighbor he had all of the all of the wrestlers in the ring and the whole deal, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I checked them out pretty much like you know through him and that's as far as it went. I don't think I ever owned a wrestling figure except for the ones that you like the little rubber ones that you put your thumbs in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I had some of those but that was that was about it and so you know seeing these i'm like oh wow these are these are really cool i, sh- I was telling uh i was telling ernie i was like i stood there and i looked at the sting for a while mm-hmm. i was like man should i do this or should i not i'm like because <laughs> should i jump or should i stay <laughs> yeah because it's like if i do this i'm gonna end up getting the gray skull ring i'm gonna end up like buying all these you know 
all this stuff that uh, it's i know myself i'm I'm just like oh well, oh I yeah can't. you know yourself and see and, and this is this is why i love collectors because collectors would do everything they can to convince themselves not to get on board I yes mean, i don't have the space you know <laughs> i don't have the time yeah i don't have this i don't have that but then it's also that little crackhead that's in you yep it has to happen you gotta you gotta get in it's the curi- the curiosity of it where's this line gonna go yeah i need to have it. it 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 makes me feel this way it reminds me of that and then next thing you know you're popping two three four figures and you, now you deep yep now now we got you yeah <laughs> yeah N- next thing you know i'm just oh, i'm taking the case home have a good day Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's bad, man. It's bad. <laughs> it's just like, ugh, man. Oh, I was man. going to, but then I couldn't because the ones that I found on the shelf were already variants. Mm-hmm. And you know mm-hmm. how that gets to a collector, because yeah, some yeah, of them yeah. had had the name on it, and then some of them didn't, and it was sitting right in front of me, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to buy the whole set now, both of them. Because oh, yeah. one's one's regular and one's oh, yeah. a variant. <laughs> that's why I love variants, man. That's why. That's why. <laughs> like with the Marvel Universe line, man, I would do like stand variants, like change the name on the stands. Do like you know color variants, like anything to add a subtle difference to make the collector go crazy. Yep. <laughs> yep. You have to buy. You have to buy. Yeah. It's not. It's not a matter. Of should you or would you? You have to. You got to. Yeah. And it, and uh, and if you can't get it, if you can't find it, that's all you're thinking about all the time. Is just like, oh yeah. Ah oh, man, I need the one because it, the stand had a different name on it, or I need, I need the Green Goblin without the mask. I need the mm-hmm. Norman Osborn unmasked figure. I need. I. I I I have no use for it right now, but I know I have to have it. Um, you gotta have it. Yeah. And then and then the ultimate the ultimate is and the, of course you know from a manufacturer standpoint you know I do not condone that you know thievery but from a creative standpoint I like when people steal stuff and swap it out with other figures in the packages and all that stuff. <laughs> <It'd be> like <laughs> you wanted it so bad that you had to break the law and risk yourself. And I kind of like that. It's the rebellion. It's just that rebel in it, you know, that <laughs> you, you try to lie to yourself, convince yourself you don't want it. I'm stealing. Take it. <laughs> yeah. And to me, like, that's the ultimate form of, of appreciation when you steal it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when you're just like, guess what, guys? We made it. They're stealing them now. They're swapping yeah, them in yeah. the box. We did yeah. it. We did, we did it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. See a new picture pop up on the internet, you know, of a of a packet swap, and I'm like, that's right, guys. Keep going, keep going. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I never thought of it that way until now. Yeah, yeah, me either. <laughs> Next time I see it on the shelf, I'm gonna be like, congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and if you guys have any questions for Dave, we'll go ahead and uh, start th- throwing them in the chat, and then we'll uh, get these questions knocked out and uh, and call it a night. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. When 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 do we get an ultimate Macho Man? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I know you guys. Stay tuned for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the Queen. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, Adam, that goes without question. You know I love you. <laughs> you know I love you. He just wanted to hear it again. He, you've already said it once in the show. <laughs> but see, Adam, you know, Adam, it, 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 see, we have a family, a family bond, you know, a family relationship because we love each other, but he don't take my calls. If I call him at work, all of a sudden, he finds himself <laughs> to be busy and he won't take my call. And I'm like, I feel some kind of way about that. <laughs> like, sometimes I just want to call and, you know, just chat with you. But I get the receptionist. Oh, Adam's busy right now. Really? You know, really I, you know, I know his phone's in his hand. I know his phone's in his hand. I know it. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> so many make believe. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So funny. I think I think Adam is like the Monty Python of toys. It was it was so funny when I met him because I I met him once or twice at, at Comic Con before but never really chopped it up with him that much, and I was at Designer Con this last year in November and I'm cruising through and I look down and I see the Cursed Dead stuff and I see that werewolf and I was just like, Ooh. whoa, what is this like crazy right? It was oh crazy. man, I just stopped crazy. what I was doing like I was just stopped and it was just like oh man. And so Adam's like, oh, yeah, this is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, awesome, cool, you know. And I'm like, well, here's a sticker for my podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, no, blah, blah, blah. I'm so-and-so on Instagram. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, so I talked to you all the time already, and I didn't even know mm-hmm. it was you. <laughs> no, he, he, yo, Adam is the Phantom Menace. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, is, that is entirely accurate. <laughs> Yeah, but that that curse there stuff. I mean, like this again. That's Phil Ramirez, man, doing what he loves, like giant pig creatures with yeah six seven toes and all that stuff. Oh man, like when when I saw that stuff, it was just that like so comforting. It was chicken noodle soup for my soul. Oh my gosh, it like I, I've wanted like a legitimate werewolf forever, and I looked and I was just like, ooh. I need that, and and when when is this gonna come to fruition? Because I I want that like as soon as I can get my hands on it. Yeah, see that's what I mean by like you know pushing the envelope and uh, j- just going outside of these brands. That right. I mean, of course we love it, man, but we have there's so much talent, you know, in this industry, and so many ideas that you know I think. If people really knew um, some of the ideas that these guys really have that, you know, they work on or brainstorms or pitches and everything and never made it, I think people would really go nuts. Yeah. It, you know, because, um, I mean, just, just, just me, myself, in this industry, I've seen people, including myself, come up with some really, really cool ideas. And... The only reason why they really didn't work is because it wasn't, you know, a known IP or didn't have 
feel a movie behind it or a cartoon behind it. Mm-hmm. And um, that is so, that, that just sucks. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's very heartbreaking. So when you see stuff like The First Dead or you see other stuff coming out of certain like designer cons and all that stuff, it's like, oh man, this is, I, I would love to get behind this, you know, wholeheartedly. Uh-huh. This, is, this is what we need. This is what we're missing right now. I know me and Ernie were even talking about that it would be amazing to get, you know, a, a line of, you know, legitimately 112 scale, highly articulated animals. Just just mm. animals. Like mm-hmm. give us give us a grizzly bear, give us a panda bear, a tiger, mm. a lion, you mm. know. Uh, I a, need a wolf now. A wolf. Yeah. You get wolves. You could get, you know, coyotes. You could get, you know, you name it, man. Like right. an elephant. Imagine that. A a one twelve scale, highly articulated oh, elephant. That would be sick with the crazy tusks on yes. it and all that. Yes, yes. That would be insane. It would be I, insane. It would be dope. I would throw a dulcim in front of it immediately. I know. I yep. know. <laughs> or or Legolas, you know, and have Legolas do his whole thing. Yeah. You know, run up and down the, you know, slide up and down the elephant and all that stuff. It would be dope. Yep. Yeah, I would. Oh, man. I would What's go your crazy. What did you for your birthday last year at the smallpox and birthday? Oh, Adam. Too long. <laughs> Man, if if <laughs> I tell you what, if this was a different podcast yeah. <laughs> with a different age group, yeah. I really tell you what Adam really loves to do with himself. He yeah. loves to do. <laughs> well, 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 maybe eventually one day we'll have a uh, you know uh, a after hour show that you know. You'd have Adam to... loves Adam loves to give me things that he worked on for my birthday. And he knows, like, my top three favorite superheroes are Thor, Silver Surfer, and Submariner. So he gave me a, a Submariner, which I actually had, I already had, but the fact that he gave it to me was such a touch of the heart. Just such a touch of class. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. That's what he wants to hear. That's what he wants to hear. <laughs> Oh man, that is awesome! <laughs> oh, you remembered. <laughs> yeah, after dark on Cinemax. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll have a the, show uh, on Cinemax. Uh, they're, they're not dolls after dark. You can uh, say all the things that you want. Speaking of our Patreon, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, if we did, if we did do that, it would definitely be behind a, a Patreon wall for sure. Yeah, that that is that is that, the fallen fets only fans that we talk about. There yeah, you go. yeah, there you... <laughs> yeah, that's the Cinemax version. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You, you know, I'm not. I'm thinking. You know what? I'm 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 starting to get back into that. I love. Remember the, the little um, muscle figures. The yes. of unusual small creatures looking everywhere. Yo, I, I I'm starting to collect those dudes again because like they're just so cool and, and so weird to have. Yeah. And there's and there's such a uh, so are you getting are you getting the super seven ones? Yeah, I'm 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 picking up any any like the older ones from back in the day, the Super Seven. You know, speaking of Super Seven, Super Seven's coming out with a lot of crazy stuff. Dude. 
right? They're, they're doing it, man. It's like, yeah. they're coming out with some really fun stuff. Some fun stuff. You yeah. Know? So it, it, it's cool. It's cool to see, you know, guys like that, you know, throw like monkey wrenches into the game. Because mm-hmm. it, it just reminds us, reminds us how fun this whole, this whole, this whole ordeal, the whole experience is. Yeah, you got. And, and, and I love those guys toys. are. I'm, I'm, huh? I'm getting into bootleg toys too, which is cool. You know, like there's tons of cool bootleg toys out there too. Yeah, and the whole yeah, a whole bunch of 3D printed stuff. You know, um, there's there's this. It's crazy because there's definitely I've heard people talk about. You know, there's there's a shift going on right now of you know, a lot of the, uh, the, the bigger companies with the bigger IPs, like they can't, they can't do everything or they don't choose to do everything. And you've got some of these smaller guys that are, you know, they're 3d printing stuff because it's like, well, you know, (laughs) it's, it's never going to get made. Right. Yep. Yep. And it's unfortunate that it's like, you know, it's locked behind, you know, this, this you know license that's held by this company when in reality it's like the company could you know subcontract out to this lower guy doing this and go hey you know we're we're not going to get around to that so uh, just go ahead and make this this and this we can approve it and then you know we could do some kind of deal but instead it's like nine times out of ten it's a you know uh, cease and desist letter all the time Mm -hmm. so that's i'm I'm reading mervin between Super Seven and NECA with the TMT, my paychecks are going straight to them. Basically, yeah. you're paying child support for your toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're paying child support, and, and that's how it is, brother. I mean, this this is an expensive endeavor. It can get you to hit your pocket. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> I only collect war machines with David Bonner's heads on it, <laughs> so I won't be buying the new Hasbro. Wow. <laughs> You know, I, I just picture Adam sitting at home in his shorts, coming up with all this little stuff to say, laughing his little butt ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has a he has a tiny notepad. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> He's got like, like his, the pencil the behind av- his the ear. Avatar, the Avatar Spider Man that he has with his butt pumping up. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I view Adam right now. Yeah, just with his head turned to the back, turned turned to the back, like all he snickering. Oh <laughs> well, yes, thank you, Adam. Yeah, I am. I am the original War Machine. Before, you are. Before, you definitely before are. Before Karen Coward, before Karen Coward, before Don Cheadle, there was me. There was David Vonner, the original War Machine. The original. Yep, that's the so original. awesome. Yes, we we hadn't brought that up. We we definitely thank you, thank you, Adam, for bringing that up. We had to bring that up. Sculpted by the amazing Dave Cortez. There you go. And then you you made a couple other appearances, right? Yeah, I'm a, a, another war machine that Adam worked on for the three and three quarter inch uh, Iron Man line, and I also show up uh, as a Jurassic Park figure. That's um, a. That's an up and coming, or is that one that's already released? It was released. One of the mercenaries. Okay. Yeah, he was already released. And also, fun fact, fun unknown fact, I'm also kind of like inspiration behind another uh, doll too. Um, 
that that uh, Mattel had made as well. Nice. Their creator line is more of a doll, with, like kind of real hair and like changes genders and all that stuff. But oh wow, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the male one is kind of like interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I think I, I think I think I was born just to be a toy. That's <laughs> yes. <laughs> Still waiting for that fallen fat figure, ain't that right, Ernie? Oh man, someday, right there, pop off uh, Boba's helmet. It would be your head. Yeah. Yep. With the with the Decepticon symbol on the chest. There you go. That's yep. what I need. All right. Well, if you guys have uh, any more questions, go ahead and throw them in there. We oh, you know, f- I do. I have a question. I have okay. a question with all this stuff going on. It's a little bit. It's a little bit off topic, but okay. What are you guys watch? What are you guys watching during this whole pandemic? What's on? What's on your TV screen? What are you streaming? What are, what's, what's you watching on Netflix? What, what has your your attention? Um, right now. Did you did you, did you see the Tiger King? No, I keep hearing about that. That's like the seventh oh. time today someone's recommended that. Oh my goodness. You have to watch the Tiger King. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you have to do yourself a favor, brother. As soon as we get finished, go to Netflix, turn on the Tiger King, sit back and be amazed. All right, just I, be amazed. I, I'm get, gonna, get a drink, get a get a nice drink, and just enjoy the ride. That's I, all I'm gonna, gonna have to schedule that for tomorrow night. I got uh, I got a five year old. Oh, that's good. I got no, a, no, no. Tomorrow, tomorrow night's good because it's a Friday. Tomorrow's Friday, yeah, right? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, it's perfect, perfect. Yep. You got to see it on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Me and me and the wife can sit down and watch that tomorrow night because the five year old will be up at five thirty going, Daddy. Daddy, I'm hungry. Okay, what do you what, what what do you what do you want to eat? What's going on here? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, in other words, if if I had no five year old, that's exactly what I would do. I'd I'd have said drink in hand, and you know what? I'm gonna check this out. I know. See, you would do what our parents did back in the '70s and '80s. Like yeah. it just it, it amazes me that we. <laughs> That we love the Terminator, Terminator toys so much. The Tiger's not a kid movie. Or or Rambo, Rambo had toys or like RoboCop or RoboCop. Yeah. Like, RoboCop. As a as a child walking around saying, "I'd buy that for a dollar." <laughs> or my favorite one is I had the. The one with like the blue highlight with the gun, and I just walk her like I I loved that thing, man. I was just always yep, like, drop yeah. it, drop it, drop it. Yep, yep. <laughs> but I mean, so what? It had the most horrific death scene in movie history. <laughs> like homeboy got shot. Oh man! Times. Yeah, they they turned him into Jello. Is what they did. I'm telling you. And now we had to have the toy of it. We had to have the toys of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mervine's got a three-parter. He's got a three-parter question for you. Uh, okay. Favorite figure you worked on, uh, favorite or figure you'd like to take a second crack at, 
and a grail figure that you would like to work on or a character, I guess. Wow. All right. So let's start. Let's see. Figure you'd like to take a second crack at. Um, I think it would definitely be the Punisher. Nice. For some reason, for some reason, the Punisher is just um, it's a weird, it's a weird kind of guy because he's very easy to do. I mean, pissed off dude with guns and attitude and all that stuff, but. Sometimes it just doesn't come out right. right. <laughs> you know, like, I definitely know, that, like, the Fury Recorders one, like, the first one, he had this huge head, and mm-hmm. I was just so, I was so ticked off about that, like, so mad about that. But <laughs> I think it, because he's so simple and so cool and, and just so simplistically violent, you know, I would love to do a really cool, really cool uh, Punisher. Um... Favorite figure you worked on? I I, I love them all. I, I really can't like there's different ones for different reasons and all that stuff. So it's like I can't I can't point to one. Even though I I, I can tell you that I loved um, finally doing the Spider Man is Amazing Friend with Miss Lion in there because I love that cartoon. I, I always wanted to see like six six-inch fire star and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like a fire star. And also, too, like, I remember when the, back in the day, when, you know, when the fire star limited uh, series that came out, the comic book, like, I just wanted her to be part of the X-Men, like, how she was on um, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends. So, to be able to do that was really, really cool. That was, like, a childhood moment for me, you know, to, to Good answer. <laughs> and and uh, let me see. I've been asking for that for six years, and instead I have to have this Toy Fair version sitting here. <laughs> and the, the Grail, the Holy Grail of anybody? Oh, man. I think it would be, um, uh, I would love, if it was Marvel, I would love to do like, um, Tomb of Dracula. Ooh. Like I, w- I would love to be able to do to do that type of. I remember when they had Dracula in the X Men. Like he did Storm on the cover, and she mm-hmm. had a vampire and all that stuff. Like I, I don't know. I, I, and I, I love vampires. I love Dracula. I would love to do a really, really cool Tomb, tomb of Dracula. You know, and uh, like Man Thing, a really cool Man Thing. Felt that that. 70s kind of style, you there know, you just nice, you know, just really cool. Yeah, I think that, that would be really dope. Really dope. Yeah, Miss Lion. I love that Miss Lion, man. Oh, you know, I always wanted to do, um, what was his name for Spider Man is Amazing Friends? Vax and, and Swarm. Remember Swarm that they had on with all the bees and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Did, have you ever seen that custom that was made? Uh, that oh, cu- yeah, I think I did remember that. I did remember that. Yeah, I think that I remember, was I, Craig Warwick remember, that did that. I remember there was a, someone back in the day, you just reminded me, someone back in the day had did a custom of the armadillo 
and I always wanted to do that version of Thriller. A classic Nimrod, a John Romita Jr. Nimrod. Yeah. Um, Supposedly the new one's going to have an old face you could swap out. Yeah, yeah. MODOK, MODOK uh, actually had a three and three quarters Marvel Universe MODOK in his head. You turn it like a lazy Susan. So when you turn his head, he has different expressions, like three different faces on there. That would have been that's um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was that was really, really, really cool. Heck yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, we've been watching at my house, we've been watching a lot of uh my daughter has discovered uh Casey undercover. Uh, Disney mm. property, mm-hmm. uh, starring Zendaya, uh, mm-hmm. the new Mary Jane. So we've been watching a whole bunch of that. Um, and I just got I just got around to watching John Wick three last weekend. That was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I speaking of John Wick, I cannot wait to see John Wick in a new Matrix movie. Like the Matrix trilogy turned my entire life around and, and people who were pissed off at the second and third one to me i loved it all and the animatrix and all that stuff i mean i liked the, the whole... animatrix i like the animatrix I, i'm one of those guys that's like i'll take the first one and the other two had some really cool scenes but it, it mm-hmm. just it just kind of missed me but the animatrix i like that too the animatrix man i, I love and I think that's why I love um, love death and robots, man, because it reminds me of the Animatrix. I need to watch that, that still. I've heard so many good things about that too. Love death and robots. Yeah, still haven't seen it. Oh yet. yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. That was really really cool. I guess you need to lock yourself in a room with him and rediscover your our your friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? What about you, Ernie? What have you been watching? Uh, I watched uh, Onward, and then uh, which was a really good movie. That's what uh, I heard. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, it, it's so funny how our geek culture is now everywhere because it, it has a lot to do with like Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's. It's awesome. It, it was a really good movie. I was laughing, like almost all the way through it. It, it was it was great. I, I highly recommend it. That'd be, yeah. And then um, I've still been um, look at Mervine said onward made me cry harder than Coco. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. Yeah. And I would, then, love, uh, I would love to see a Pixar version of um, Six Pack. Oh. Yeah. Pixar. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see that. It's so many things in Marvel I would love to see the Pixar do. That would be so cool. Yes. I had to go back and watch it a second time to make sure I found the Pizza Planet truck. Where was it? <laughs> it's on, I'll give you a hint, it's on the uh, freeway scene. Oh, okay. I'll have to check that out. And then anything else that's always on constantly every week is either a Star Wars movie or Batman the Animated Series. Oh, Batman the Animated Series. That's 
that's always on in my house. Tell me, yeah. man, you need to watch My Hero. Take the time I, out. Watch My I, Hero. I know. I know. Have you watched My Hero Academia, Dave? Oh, man. You know what? I, 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 when I first saw it, I didn't know what the hell I was watching. <laughs> and it was, it was so dope. Right? <laughs> it was really cool. And now my thing is I can never touch it. I need to DVR it. Never touch it because it comes on like really late, right? Okay. If so, you like, uh, if you got Hulu, you can just you could just binge it. Mm, you can just yeah. watch as much as you want. They've got it dubbed and subbed. You know how I got how I, I actually I was I think I was in China, and I actually bought a um an energy drink that had um. That all that all mighty oh, guy. Oh man. Oh my and and I was like, who I bought it just for him. Yes. I didn't know I didn't know what it was or who he was or anything. And then I caught the cartoon and I was like, this is dope. Oh, this, it's so this good. Is, this is crazy. So it's like, yeah, I I I I, I love I dig that. I dig that because it makes you feel like a little kid. Yes, it really does. It, it's crazy. It's it's so good. And I keep telling Ernie, you need to watch it, man. It's good. I'm telling you, you'll really like it. It's, it, it like, it, 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 it really pulls a lot of that, um, the, the feeling and the, 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 the heart of old comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. got a lot of that, and it's funny because the the creator he has a, a grip of Marvel Legends. Really? Yes. Yes. Um, our our friend Michael Wisman, he had found a video of the the creator of My Hero doing an interview, and he collects a whole bunch of action figures. And like, he was showing off his his uh his apartment or whatnot, and he's got a whole grip of Marvel Legends. He's a huge comic book fan, of American comic books. Right now it makes sense. Yes, now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's I, I try to recommend it to everybody and. A lot of people don't they don't they don't grab onto it. I told one of my buddies, I'm like, dude, just I'm telling you, it's good, just watch it. And he was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'll get around to it. He's like, I had it on in the background, he's on. Then I was like, Hey, what's going on? And then I was like, Oh, wait a minute. All right, all right I'm gonna turn around and watch this and like really get into it now. So <laughs> yep. Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider's pretty crazy too. Gundam, yeah, that's that's crazy too. Yeah. The Cayman Rider is really wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, that's that's one that I'm actually kind of like, I don't want to get into that because that that SH Figure Arts line goes deep. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. another moment where I, I know myself too well. See, yeah, it, that I'm the same way. That's kind of one reason why I pull back from collecting real heavy, man, because. It can be a, like a drug binge, man. Like you go in, and then <laughs> next thing you know, you're doing some really suspicious stuff with your money. <laughs> yeah, or you're just like, oh, what did I just do? Like, oh man, like, or you're like, oh, I, I made some overtime. All right, cool, toys. I remember, I remember when, when uh, back in the toy biz days, they uh, we would get. Marvel bundles, like Marvel comic bundles and DC comic bundles. But all of the Marvel comic bundles were taken by all the higher-ups in the company. 
or just everybody, everybody before the, the bundles will come down to the poor guys, the Marvel bundles will be gone, but no one took the DC bundles. And <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually how I got into DC Comics. I was working at Marvel. And, um, <laughs> and, so then, right, and then right around that time, because we, we were going to like uh, Midtown Comics all the time, and man, that's when Hush had came out. Oh, and and also, Dark Horse had just reprinted in those the small size books of uh, they just did the entire run of Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh, okay, bro, you want to talk about crack money? Like I was taking my money, I was buying hundreds and hundreds of dollars of comic books and action figures and statues. It was really bad. But like, that, <laughs> but like the Lone Wolf and Club, I had bought the whole volume, like the whole series. And man, like that right there is my number one favorite, favorite comic book series of all time. And I think that's why I love like the Mandalorian and all that stuff. That makes sense. But it's also Lone Wolf and Club. Yep. Now, I, I think like that right there, now I'm thinking about it, that would be my holy, holy grail to do. A little like Geralt Burrow and, and, and oh, man, that would be so dope to do yeah. Lone Wolf and Club and like all those characters in there. And, like, yep. The so then you, and all that stuff. So then you were really loving the, uh, the, what is it, Lone Roach and, uh, and Grub deal, deal there. Yeah. 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 All that stuff, man. Yeah. All that stuff. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, you uh, let's go ahead and uh, end this. Yeah, First man. Off, this was uh, super fun, man. This oh man, it, it, it's super fun on, on our side, man. Thank you so much for hopping on with us. Um, you know, it's anytime you want to come back on, you're more than welcome, sir. Oh man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It, it's been it's man, this has been a really really fun episode. Uh, that's all I could say. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. It's, cool, uh, man. And, and all the guys that, that chimed in chatting, cool, JLA Rejects, and Mervyn48, and of course, Adam, Dan. <laughs> say my name. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> this dude is like the mafia of toys, man. He, like, he, you ever seen that movie, The King of New York? Have yes. you ever seen that? When he's like, if there's a five dollar, you know, pill being sold in the park, I want in. That's yeah. Adam. Like, <laughs> if there's an ankle joint involved, I want in. Yeah. If there's ad crunch, I want in. <laughs> <laughs> That's Adam. He was the, he's the king of New York when it comes to toys. <laughs> That's very accurate. Oh man! Well, where can uh, where can people find you at? Keep up with you, sir. Um, I'm usually hanging out on you know social media, Facebook, Instagram, of course. Like you know, you can always pick up your favorite WWE superstar you know, in the in the store near you. There you go. And uh, and uh, yeah, I'm always hanging out on social media, so you know, I'm easy to find. I'm always kind of hanging out. Sweet. And Ernie, where can we find you, sir? Here on uh, 
they're not dolls every thursday on wednesday night uh we got the sarlacc digest going on uh join us for that for some star wars talk uh be sure and catch our uh mini quickie episodes every day around five o'clock to brighten your day and uh be sure and check out uh how we do disney if you're missing it like i am just to see our old disney pics for now until we can get back and i can get back to my star wars land oh my gosh yep (laughs) all right be sure to check out the raw live and unedited podcasting network with such amazing shows as the Starlight Digest. There we go. Uh, be sure to check out D Amazing's YouTube channel with the latest import and Mezco action figure reviews. Uh, check out the Foosh with Robo because he is simply amazing. And check out Rectangular's YouTube channel with the latest and greatest Marvel Legends news. Uh, check out Unparalleled Universe's YouTube channel as well. He just uh, posted a spawn review for that spawn figure from Mortal Kombat. Um, also, be sure to check out Michael Wisman's YouTube channel. Uh, if you're in need for some cloth clothing for your action figures, check out cjsem.com. If you need an import guy, hit up Supreme Collector. If you're in the UK, check out Toy Trash. And if you're in the local area, check out Line Breakers. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, ToyMigos.com. And we also have a big cartel shop. So with that being said, I am Cheney 180. And I'm the Fallen Fet. And remember, guys, they're not dogs.